the world has changed, right? The past three years of the pandemic has changed the way that that we work, our customers work. Uh, people have been, you know, a lot of companies have gone to remote models. Yeah. And, and so um, so that's changed the expectation. The hours of working are different. So our customers expect different from us. And also information, um, this whole digital revolution, um, now with generative AI, there's information at people's fingertips, right? You can look at your mobile phone, you can see everything from order status to inventory in seconds. And so when you're interacting, whether it's, you know, you're going to a restaurant, you're interacting with a store, or you're interacting mm -hmm. with a vendor like Phenom, you have a completely different expectation of what service should be like. Welcome, 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 everyone. It is Thursday, and you know what that means. It is time for the greatest show on the internet, Talent Experience Live, covering everything that you need to know from talent acquisition to talent management to human resources and everything in between. I am your host, Devin Foster, and today we have an, an exciting episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about Phenom's new service experience uh, and I cannot wait for this conversation. But as everyone knows, we typically like to start off the program with a bit of an icebreaker, right? Um, so I think everyone, no matter what industry you're in or, or, or what you do or enjoy in your free time, we've all reached out to you know customer service or some solutions uh, for some issues that we may have. So I want to ask you, the audience at home, what has been the best customer experience that you've ever had from a customer service perspective? Uh, potentially, did you have some issues with your mobile phone? You, you called in and were able to get those resolved. Or you know, did you have a new product that was defective? Uh, would love to hear that. I can tell you mine firsthand is uh, I'm a big Apple person. Love everything Apple. My Apple Watch, my iPhone, my headphones, everything in between. Whenever I call in, they are always able to help me out. And if I'm not able to get through, typically I can find some some good instances or good advice on good old-fashioned YouTube University, which is actually put out by them. It's not any third-hand how to fix said issues. So let us know in the comments section what customer experience uh, or, or customer service experience you've had that has been the best. And today, we are going to talk a, a little bit about that from a Phenom perspective. Uh, they've changed uh, how we are assisting customers here uh, in order to provide a better experience. Obviously, rolling out an intelligent talent experience platform isn't necessarily like flicking on the lights in your house. It does take some uh, reworking of wires, if you will, and things in between. So today, we are joined by... Mark McDonald, a fellow phenom here, who is going to walk us through how to assist uh, our customers and how we are doing things differently now with the phenom service experience. Let's bring Mark onto the show. Mark, welcome to Town Experience Live. Happy to have you here. How have things been? Great to be here. Thanks, Devin. Awesome, awesome. Well, I know we have an exciting topic today. We're talking about uh, Phenom service experience, customer care as a whole, but it is tradition around these parts. We always start off with an icebreaker. Sure. So I have to ask you, what has been the best customer experience you've ever experienced? Ooh, uh, so I would say... Um, Ritz-Carlton. Yeah. I love the Ritz-Carlton. Um, stayed at several. Stayed at the one in downtown Philadelphia. 
um, also um, Southern California, and also um, in another company, I uh, got the Ritz Carlton in to do a, a leadership training okay. uh, on service. So All right. it was awesome. Yeah, no, I, they, I've never stayed at the Ritz Carlton. Stayed at some some halfway decent places. Uh, I mentioned, you know, before you hopped on, my my favorite is Apple. Is there anything that you think separates the the Ritz Carlton um, and the experience that they provide? Um, and maybe some tidbits that you've tried to really embed in the team uh, here at Phenom. Yeah, it, there's a few things actually. Um, both Apple and the Ritz Carlton define steps of service, which is one of the things that we do to try to make sure that they guarantee consistency yeah. of every single interaction and experience okay. that they have with their customers. So um, the other thing um, that uh, that they talk about is um, they gather what they call preferences, which are essentially data points about what you as a customer like or don't like, yeah. whether you like red wine or you like a fluffy pillow, they'll gather all of those pieces of information. They store it in their CRM okay. um, and then they use that to provide the best experience. Yeah. And so then whether it is the person at the front desk or the pool, um, they are then passing that information around. So we've taken um, the inspiration of defining our steps of service yeah. um, to try and guarantee consistency in every interaction. But we've also, uh, we utilize our CRM uh, to provide special handling notes for, yeah. for customers if there's anything unique in their service. It's, it's great because I think when you, know, you think of uh, front desk at a hotel or something along those lines. Uh, most of the time, you know, it's uh, trying to book a reservation or something that may be a challenge, right? Mm -hmm. So having those touch points that are uh, warm and fuzzy, I guess is the best yeah, way yeah, to, yeah. to put it is, is spectacular, yeah. right? Uh, you know, going down to the pool and, and already knowing that you want a vodka soda or, <laughs> or whatever it may be. Um, but it, it's it's awesome. I'm sure if I had one of those files, uh, as anyone who's watched the show yeah. before, it would say I'm a Jets fan. Um, everyone knows that. I'm very <laughs> <And> it, sorry. <laughs> but it puts me in a good mood yeah. to talk about him. Um, Mark, so we've we've both been at Phenom. Uh, we've had the privilege of being here for a, a number of years. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we've gone over, uh, we've continued to grow. As it stands today, is there a number of customers that we have and, and how much has it grown since the time you've started here? Yeah, we're well over 500 customers, um, pushing 600 uh, at this point. So, um, and we've onboarded a ton of those customers onto the platform and are continuing to do that each and every day. We transformed uh, a ton of those companies and, and yeah. candidates. Um, and I think along that journey, even though we know our customers, we know the industry really well, we also felt like uh, there was a need for us to continue to evolve the service that we yeah. provide to our customers. Yeah, so. I mean, that makes sense. When you, when you think of individual you know, customers or clients, right? They're going to have, I imagine, multiple sites, right? Mm -hmm. Different language tenants, different sub-brands, yeah. things like that. They're working with different systems, everything along those lines. So from your perspective, it, it has to be a bit of a challenge, right, uh, to balance a, a customer with a specific ATS and then one that rivals that, right, and give them the, the same, same experience. Um, if you were to put to, to numbers, is there a certain amount of sites that we've helped build, career sites that we've helped build, events that we've created, or um, even campaigns that we've helped companies send out? Yeah, I mean, we're over a thousand go lives, yep. right? Just right there off the bat um, from those customers. Um, you know, we've sent a million 
different uh, campaigns. So it's it's a, a significant amount, over a billion unique leads yeah. on the platform, um, which is tremendous. Um, so, uh, I mean, just significant amount across the... Yeah, big billions of big numbers. Yeah. It's part of our purpose, right? <laughs> so Absolutely. Having those leads and, and, and hopefully helping them find the right job is awesome. But I have to ask you, so with the growth, right, we're, we're talking huge numbers. What had to change uh, from, from a service experience, from customer care? Um, and why did you, you make these changes? Um, obviously, folks sometimes, I imagine, don't come to, to service with... Um, you know, it's all butterflies and rainbows all the time. Yeah. Um, but why did you make these changes? What, what prompted that decision? Yeah. Um, the, the world has changed, right? The past three years of the pandemic has changed the way that, that we work, our customers work. Uh, people have been, you know, a lot of companies have gone to full remote, remote models. Yeah. And, and so, um, so that's changed the expectation. The hours of working are different. So, uh, so our customers expect different from us. Um, they may expect to be working when when some of our people are not working. Yeah. Um, and so just a different expectation. Also, information, um, this whole digital revolution. Um, now with generative AI, there's information at people's fingertips, right? You can look at your mobile phone. You can see everything from order status to inventory uh, in seconds. And so... <laughs> When you're interacting, whether it's you know you're going to a restaurant, you're interacting with a store, or you're interacting mm -hmm. with a vendor like Phenom, you have a completely different expectation of what service should be like. You expect that you're going to walk in to a store, you're going to interact with somebody like Phenom, that that person immediately understands the challenge that you have and knows how to solve the problem. So they're giving real expert advice that's contextual for the situation. That makes sense. As opposed to, I think of uh, some customer experiences where there's screening questions, right? Like you, you call up, you have an issue with your cable or wherever it may be. Mm -hmm. It's what specific product are you having trouble with? Did you try troubleshooting? Folks now, um, because information is so accessible all the time, they, they want their answers immediately, especially if they're reaching out to a representative. I always think of YouTube University, right? Mm. If I have an issue on, on my computer, um, I hop on YouTube. I'm like, how how can I figure this out in Photoshop yeah. or Adobe Premiere or something along of those lines? Um, so it, it makes sense trying to, to make it more accessible. Um, have you noticed a change uh, in interactions with, with some of this information that you're talking about readily available yeah um so i think what we started to do is we started to to look um we looked at a lot of companies across the industry and we did a good amount of research and um we we profiled some of the top SaaS companies in the world uh really and, and spoke to some of their leaders and we talked to our own customers yeah. net promoter score surveys csat surveys we also um we have our customer advisory board and that's a, a grouping of our customers that helps to lead and guide us yeah. uh, and give us critical input. And so we, we kind of compiled all that uh, and we recognized there were four major themes that all of our customers were looking for. Um, and really those four kind of went into uh, faster resolution time, um, removing the middle layer, so interacting with somebody that expert that could understand yeah. their challenge and also understand uh, immediately how to solve uh, their problem. Um, proactive monitoring. So uh, 
we have, you, know, you mentioned the ATS integrations. And so there's a tremendous amount of integrations that we do uh, across every single customer. Our ability to identify when there's an error, when there's a warning, when there's a problem and notify our customers before they notice it puts them in a position to be able to update their stakeholders, yeah. which is, is massive for them. Um, and then self-service capability, right? So because of the way that the pandemic has shifted work, yeah. customers are looking to be able to do more with less. They're also looking to do some of that work. Maybe it's off hours. Mm -hmm. um, and so self-service becomes super critical to be able to keep things going instead of a dependency on, on us as a vendor. Yeah. No, that, that makes total sense. It's interesting uh, you mentioned those four steps. I immediately think of, it's almost like a marriage, right? When you, when you talk about <laughs> cab and things like that. And the reason I say that is because you, you do want to identify you know, things early. You want to have some of those tough conversations. We've all been through the honeymoon phase, mm, as it's right. called, right? Yes. Um, but when it comes to the customers, I think the relationships that you have that last are the ones where you can identify flaws and, and work to rectify them, whether it is an issue, you know, with, with technology or not doing the dishes for a couple of days or whatever that may be. Yes. Right? I mean, my wife would appreciate more <laughs> proactive monitoring yes. so that I would recognize before um, she does that there's a problem. Yeah, but um, absolutely. So, um, you know, we talked also about experimentation in in this area and so one of the things that you know last week at IM Phenom we we talked about and announced that um, we did this kind of revised uh, revised service the Phenom service experience yeah. with 40 customers in uh, in Q4 of last year and we we implemented all of these areas and um, and so during the period of time of Q4 we had 100% SLA compliance reduced the case duration by 20%. And we also improved our, our health index score by 10% for okay. those customers. So, um, so it was a great proof point for us to continue to roll this out yeah. further. Um, but it, it really speaks to uh, how do we continue to improve these things over, over time? Yeah, no, I, I mean, 40 customers also isn't a small amount, right? That's, yeah. that's had to be a, a challenge to, to roll this out to them. I want to ask you this is how did you roll it out? Because um, obviously it's it's a change of, of culture for for your customers of we're used to getting service this way. Obviously, Phenom is rolling out this this service experience to help them at the end. But I think it, it's also you know the challenge of like going to the gym. Like we want to go to the gym to get healthy, but it's taking that first step. Yeah. Was there an approach or a way? Did you say hey, this is because of the cab conversations that we've had, or this is industry best practice? How did that process go? Yeah, it, it was industry best practice, and and what we did, we did a couple of things, right? So, uh, one of the first things that we did is we put our support team leaders and our support team uh, in a better position to interact directly with the customer instead okay. of having single point of contact, single point of failure. Yeah. Um, uh, so we were able to then bring those experts that could solve the problem um, directly to the customers and and, um, and address some of the, uh, the challenges directly with them. Uh, the other thing that we did is we promoted more awareness around the self-service tools yeah. and layer that we already uh, had available make sure that those customers were taking advantage of that. Okay. Uh, making sure that they understood what was available to them, how it was available to them. Um, so whether that be the support portal, um, the user community that we access, uh, rolled out last year. Um, there's also 
um, the global office hours. We okay. offer global office hours three times a week. So that is for any customer to be able to register a simple question answer and our experts will yeah. uh, will address those. Uh, the other thing that we also have is the, uh, the Phenom Explorer learning management system, which has over a hundred uh, courses that are available in five different languages. Mm -hmm. There are over 30 different role-based uh, micro certifications so that uh, our customers can get certified and all of our employees are are required to get yeah. certified in, in Phenom. But this is to your point earlier about looking up anything on YouTube. It is designed in five minute increments. You can fully search it so that if you want to just understand how to run a drip campaign, yeah. you can search, you can find the video and away you go. You can consume what you need when you need it and move on. I think of when oftentimes I do searches, we just accidentally pulled up an example there. Like yeah. Command F, right, yeah. to, to find something. Right. If you're looking for a specific Q&A, it sounds like there is multiple avenues to find it, whichever it works best for you, whether that's watching a video through Phenom Explorer, whether it is hopping on a webinar to specifically ask your, not webinar, I'm sorry, um, global, mm -hmm global Q and a office hours, global yeah. office hours, yeah. um, where you can ask your specific question. I think we've all sat through some instructional or trainings where yeah. it's like, this doesn't really pertain to me. All of the options that you just shared were, what's your question? Let's get you the answer as quick as possible. We have other resources for you to continue your education, but we understand the reason why you're here is because you've hit some sort of roadblock. Am I way off there? No, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and what we're really working and striving to, to achieve here is making sure that we're making the self-service tools available for you to quickly consume. Um, it, it, the things about the platform that are simple, that are easier to, uh, to answer, and then we're putting our team members, whether it is support, success team members in to interact with our customers, then to fill in the gaps and elevate uh, those answers when, yeah. when it's needed, right? And so um, our team members are, are now trained to guide our customers towards those self-service resources okay. because it can help them get their answers faster. But then when it doesn't, then... Um, we're there to help to fill in those gaps. Raise your hand. Hey, I'm, yeah. I'm lost here. Let's, exactly. let's, let's help you get there. Um, no margaritas yet being self-served <laughs> like the Ritz Carlton. I mean, it, maybe that's, <laughs> that's uh, an Still upgrade in beta. for the future. Still in yes, beta. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what else, uh, what else can we, we talk about with, well, to service um, so service hub is one of the tools that we've rolled out. Uh, that's, that's where our administrative tools go. This is where uh, anything from user maintenance, user access, uh, as well as things that are most commonly requested through our managed services portal. Okay. So, uh, so it could be UTM code configuration. It could be um, job category additions. We're going to continue to add more and more self-service administration tools in here okay. for our customers so that they can become more autonomous um, going forward. Um, the other thing that I would also highlight uh, is our, our proactive monitoring, right? So we did a, a few things over this past year. We, we've added platform status page, which is available to every single customer. This gives full transparency to the platform uptime. The If there's an operational issue, if there's yeah. a partial full outage, 
Also, our scheduled weekly maintenance goes into this platform status page, and then customers can subscribe to email alerts so they can have instantaneous notification if there's any sort of issue or maintenance where there's, um, there's a planned outage of any sort. Um, so it's full transparency yeah. of the platform. Um, we built in uh, a few things. So something we call Qi or Customer Health Index. We built an algorithm to monitor every single data point, whether it be support tickets, the number of tickets, defects, um, duration, or how fast we're turning around answers to customers. And so that calculates out a score so that on a daily basis, my leaders can look and prioritize customers where uh, help is needed the most. Yeah. We'll also, um, we, we use uh, AI for sentiment analysis. So every single communication that our customers get uh, and, and give to us through the, uh, the support portal, uh, we're monitoring for keywords. Okay. That could be, I'm confused, I don't understand, I'm frustrated. And uh, and soon as those words are triggered, then my leaders get an alert and they'll immediately engage in those customers where they see that. And across the past year, um, while we have a ways to go, we've improved the negative sentiment by 8% and we've improved the positive sentiment. So if we, we do a good job and customer acknowledges it by almost three and a half percent. That's awesome. So, yeah. So swing, swing of 11%, right? Um, and the one thing that really jumped out at me there was when you were talking about detecting um, some of those, those conversations or, or things like that. I also imagine it can illuminate if there's a certain customer who's having trouble in a certain area, mm -hmm. right? Where you can then go back and say, all right, which training did they go through? How did we explain how to send a campaign or building out a, a job description or something along those lines and get to the root of the problem from that as opposed to, uh, I don't know what's what's going on. Let's let's retrain them, right? You can kind of go through and, and rework that, especially when we're dealing with a, a platform that regularly is is updated, right? We're continuing to innovate things like that. Um, I know we have a ton of resources, but occasionally things change, and it's awesome to have that transparency so that there's no guesswork for the client or for for you as well. Yeah, no, it's a great point. I mean, we're using so much data now, and we're pulling all of that together we're yeah. connecting all the dots so that it gives us the ability to look at when we see several different issues that are all pointing towards the same root cause we can then dig in very deep to make sure that we solve it yeah. um, completely for our customers that's awesome the other thing that i am super excited about yeah. that i want to tell you about is uh -huh. apm okay application performance monitoring so this is a tool that over the past year we have been building within Phenom, we got a lot of feedback from our customers around integration level monitoring um, with the ATSs. So, yeah. um, so you mentioned that earlier, and we are working towards a, an end of Q2 launch of the APM, but this gives each and every single one of our customers the, uh, the ability to then look at the job sync, the apply and the hiring status integrations for their specific tenant um, integrated into their uh, specific ATS. So um, anytime with integrations, there's complexity. Yeah. Um, there's multiple reasons why an integration could have issues. It could fail. It could be, it could be phenom. It could be um, the data quality. It could be um, the ATS on the other side. This gives 
information on the errors, the warnings, um, timeouts, so that it gives complete transparency. Um, also the ability to have email alerting um, to anybody that subscribes to it. So um, it'll give full transparency, which is something that a lot of our customers have been asking about. That's fan I wish that technology was on my phone, mm. Mark, because I'll, I'll tell you, there's times yeah. where I you know, am looking to get on social media or wherever it may be, and I can't do it. And the first thing that I blame is the phone itself when yeah. it could be an application on the back end. I think of Phenom the same way, right? We are the, the top layer that everyone interacts with on a career site, talent management site, whatever it may be, internal career site. Um, and sometimes the, the issue isn't a phenom problem, right? Mm -hmm. It is an update from an ATS or from an HCM or something along those lines. So providing that transparency, it number one, lets the customer know, hey, it's, it's not us, but we're going to help to fix it, right? right. As, as soon as we possibly can, because we understand it's, it's corrupting your day. I'd probably have a couple older versions of my phone because I wouldn't have thrown them out a window at, <laughs> if we had this, but yeah. I, I digress. Yes. Um, that's a Q2, you said. Yeah, um, okay. end, end of Q2. And awesome. you know, we've always been transparent about those issues, but I think the thing that we struggled with is because these can be so complex, it could take days or maybe yeah. a couple of weeks until we truly got to the root cause. And by that time, our customers are, they're First, under fire, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And they're under fire from their own uh, stakeholders. And so this can give us the ability to have within minutes or hours root cause. Um, it might not, you know, we still might have to have a fix if it's yeah. a phenom issue, but we give the complete transparency to them um, so that they can update their team members. Absolutely. Um, is there anything else uh, that we would want to, that you wanted to share? Uh, I know APM's coming up. Uh, any, any final thoughts or anything along those lines? There's one yeah. thing um, that we released right before I am Phenom, which is um, some automation around our managed services portal. So okay. uh, what we ended up finding is that managed services, first of all, are any requests that customers have to change their configuration it could be a change to a header footer uh, on their career site. It could be a change to the integration job poll, uh, secondary apply question that require a developer on our end to do some sort mm -hmm. of configuration work. So what we ended up finding is that 80 plus percent of those requests were the same. Okay. So we were going back and forth and we were scoping out gathering requirements on what ended up being repeat types of questions. So we inspired from uh, e-commerce companies and thought, why couldn't we put together a catalog? And that catalog could have those most commonly requested changes posted. Customers can upload uh, through the online catalog form, mm -hmm. their requirements, their, their requests, and standard pricing, standard timeframes, and then click submit. So it was taking a process that historically could be back and forth of weeks and weeks, yeah. uh, collapsing it into minutes. So we're seeing then overall duration is reduced by as much as 75%, which customers have given us plenty of feedback about how long the duration is on the managed services request. Yeah. So now we're collapsing that by as much as 75%. That's true. So I, just to, to clarify, no. if there is a request that is submitted, it is essentially offered to everyone in a, in a catalog format. Um, that way someone doesn't see, you know, a 
something nice on somebody else's career site and say, I want that too. And you have to reapply it. This is readily available. And then it shortens the time frame for, for everyone. Am I understanding correctly? Yeah, it's, it's things. For, um, so everything that would be in, in the career site configuration is available yeah. through, um, you know, self-service tools such as the CMS, okay. but things that, um, that are requiring a developer such as uh, change to the integration, um, those job poll changes, we would historically go back and forth. Yeah. And so now it's, it's offered as, you know, I need this change. Here's the, uh, the job poll field. Um, here's the, um, the modification yeah. and, and it's in a catalog format. Yeah. Okay. All right. Awesome. So uh, we talked at the, the top of the program um, about some best examples or best in class examples. I know you, you said you did a ton of research. Mm -hmm. uh, overall, have you implemented a, a steps of service or a, a consultancy aspect of this in order to really take what you learn from those best in class examples and apply them to Finon? Yeah. So th there's there's a framework that we we deployed, which is our steps of service. We did it in the acronym of a Phenom, making sure that every interaction is personalized, uh, contextual to our, our specific customers, holistic. So we're not just, especially in, in, in customer care, we can really get caught up in individual tickets or individual issues. Mm -hmm. um, but pulling all of those things together to really look at each one of our customers holistically, making sure that we're very clear with expectations and an action plan. Um, there's work that's always going on behind the scenes, but making sure that we're setting the right expectations um, for the times when uh, our customers may need to wait for us to get back to them, making sure that we're giving meaningful and new updates. When we offer a solution, making sure that we're not just closing a ticket, but we're actually going back to the customer, making sure that they understand what the solution is, why we offered that solution, um, and then being memorable in, in how we deliver that. Um, so that's kind of the framework that we've used for, uh, for that we've inspired from companies like Apple and like Ritz Carlton, yeah. who define their steps of service as well. And then there's, what I'll also add is that from a consultation perspective, there's three areas that we're focused on uh, in terms of upscaling our team and, and how we interact with, with customers to make sure we bring better best practices. So we call them value enhancing activities. And so the first is uh, making sure that we're validating or confirming our customers' decisions okay. um, in terms of going with Phenom, right? So when you've made a major purchase and you hit the first uh, roadblock, the first stumble, what's the first thing you think about? Did I make the right choice, right? <laughs> so it's important to remind our customers that in those moments uh, that we have them, we will make sure that we take care of them. We make sure that we'll fix the problem. Yeah. And so, um, so that's critically important. But then also as they're using the platform and we identify opportunities for them to use best practices or use the platform better, that we also... Uh, teach, educate, coach them on, on how they can get more out of the platform. And then finally, as we know about new features, new functionality on the horizon that we know will help them, that we're offering those things uh, to the customers as well. So those three things, those three value enhancing activities are, are areas that I'm focused uh, on our team for this year. Yeah, no, I super, super important stuff. I do want to call attention to, to one comment that I know was made, and that was 
best in class customer, you know, service example, Chick-fil-A. Do you foresee Phenom ever being closed on Sundays when it comes to <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, obviously not. Obviously yeah, I not. don't I, think so. The, the, the job, the career yeah. site never, no, never, stops. never close. Um, any, anything else that you'd like to add? I, I love the, the Phenom acronym, everything about that, especially the, the personalization. That's something we take very seriously mm -hmm. here and then being memorable as well. Um, what else, uh, what else would you like to add? We rebranded our, our team from customer support to customer care really for this reason, because we wanted to look more holistically at our, our customers, more personalized, everything that we talked about in terms of being proactive, faster response time, more self-service, um, proactive monitoring, everything is going from very reactive, which every company evolves in the, these steps from, from reactive support to proactive. Um, and so uh, we recognize that every single interaction that we have with our customers, um, it needs to be consistent from those steps of service, but those interactions are a reflection on Phenom's brand. So it's really important that we look at it, we take it seriously, but we do it with all of these things in mind. No, I think, I think that's, that's honestly the best thing that you've said so far is because when we think of a customer raising their hand saying they have a question or I, I, I need something, it is reactive. And there's, whether we like it or not, a, a time that it takes to, to find the solution there. Being yep. proactive and foreseeing some of the challenges, some of the potential outages that you mentioned, everything along those lines and being transparent yeah. and providing a place for our clients to find the answers, I think is is truly awesome. And I'm excited to, to see where this goes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. Dan. I appreciate it. And uh, even though Phenom is open on Sunday, I hope I hope you get this Sunday off. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Thanks, Mark. All right. Thanks. Um, well, there you have it. Uh, that was everything around service experience and customer care with Mark McDonald. Uh, I hope everyone enjoys the rest of their Thursday and has a spectacular weekend. Uh, as always, uh, this will be live on YouTube. Uh, for anyone who missed any bits or pieces of this episode, you can always share it there. We will also be on Apple Music and Spotify uh, and tune in next week. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Talent Experience Live, of course, is proudly brought to you by the good folks here at Phenom, whose purpose is to help a billion people find the right job. Our intelligent talent experience platform, which helps candidates find the right roles faster, employees evolve in their current roles and beyond, recruiters achieve some next level productivity and managers build better teams with data and analytics. And of course, all of this is powered by super slick artificial intelligence and machine learning. So head on over to phenom.com to learn more. While you're there, check out the promo for I am Phenom. It is right on the homepage. Don't be afraid to click on it. See who keynote speakers are going to be, see what session tracks are happening and everything in between, including networking and party.